0: See, I hope it's not too cold, because if it's too cold, then you got to wear an, a, a coat over your costume, and that's right. no fun.
1: Yeah. Have
0: you ever, you ever had that happen, where you had a really cool costume, then you had to put your stupid coat over it?
1: I just experienced that during the break. I have a nice, you know, <laughs> um, you know what is this thing, a Hawaiian shirt, and I put that silly sweatshirt on so you could take a picture, but I can't get it uploaded because it says waiting approval uh uh-huh. so exactly will you allow I, me after everything we've been through with our
0: w- with with the nasty people morning on,
1: jam putting nasty stuff up there well
0: the it, it was not our my, people it was but, worse it was five and dine. yeah
1: your five and dine got hacked right
0: so not now cool. I,
1: now but you put all the restrictions on everything else so can i upload my
0: i've restricted that thing within an inch of its life <laughs> for sure and and make no mistake the sweatshirt is offensive but (laughs) in a different way well i'll tell you what else is offensive yeah
1: (laughs) breaking news breaking news leave it up
0: to mark lamb to get you the latest greatest headlines accurately
1: and this is one thing my brother always told me my brother the journalist jim who listens
0: right who is a journalist
1: the pancake jamboree is next friday not this friday (laughs) right so if I meet Tommy at 1130 at the Armory, we're just going to stand there looking at each yep. other not eating pancakes and limited sausage. Limited sausage.
0: <laughs> it's a li- like really limited today. Why it's, did I
1: think? Because it's the first it's Friday. It's November. Yeah, it's the first Friday in November. And I
0: should have caught that. I should have busted. I thought you were actually reading it. Because you no. were doing it during news. So I thought I you were reading it. Well, I was
1: reading that thing about it coming up, but I. I gotcha. It, it's not today.
0: That's all right. So if
1: you show up. Daryl
0: and Nancy and and like everybody else in Lynchburg uh, knew. Yeah, so I'm they, sorry. They, they shared.
1: I I I don't know what I was saying. I I got to text Tommy because I think we're supposed to meet for lunch though. I think. <laughs> well, do do it. Maybe he's thinking next week. So
0: next Friday, next Friday, actually, not this Friday. Yeah,
1: that's actually better for me. Yeah, that it be next Friday.
0: All right. So we posted the sofa, the picture. Yes. Yes. And I was not alone. I was the only one subject to that hideous sofa that was so uncomfortable Mm. like you couldn't take a nap on it because you'd hit your head right because it didn't like it had wood on the side it wasn't it was just terrible yeah the cushions would come apart Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um liz said my uncle and aunt had that well into the 90s oh oh my gosh
1: it lasted that long. Well,
0: of course it lasted. There was nothing to break on it. <laughs> well, I right. mean, well, it's not like the wood was gonna collapse.
1: This is the um, ones too where they countersunk screws and then they put those the little those big tabs over it that stick out. So when you hit your head, oh yeah, it's not just hitting on a flat surface, right? It's hitting on this pointy surface twice the size of an eraser. Yes. that penetrates your skull.
0: I like. I'm having a little PTSD just yeah, looking just at just this, looking this at photo. It. I get it. I know. I get it. A lot of people had that horrible, ugly mm-hmm. uh, sofa. And they're saying that the reason that it was so, because trends all, always come for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right now, all the the young people are getting into my mid-century stuff, which is really ticking me off because it's really driving the price up. And I don't like it. Yeah. Now, if I was selling my stuff, I would love it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll put a picture up on Facebook and people will try to buy my stuff. I'm like, no, because that's very popular now. I don't think this 70s slash 80s sofa is ever going to come back in style, though you never know. Okay,
1: best sofa you ever were on that you would regularly sleep on. It can be one that you grew up with or one at your own house.
0: It was the first sofa I ever bought for myself Mm -hmm. when I had an apartment. I bought it. From a little furniture store in Stewart's Draft, Virginia. Okay. It was a Bassett. Oh. Okay. I mean, yep. I really saved my money to buy a nice and it was a sectional sofa. Oh, okay, yeah. And I had that thing for years. It was pretty neutral, mm-hmm. super, super comfortable. Right. Had great bones to it. It's the one that my klepto cat was <laughs> I told you that story where he would it would hide things. Right Inside. and then and this guy came and, and got the sofa so he could reupholster it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it was beautiful when he reupholstered mm-hmm. it. And he brought back a shoebox full of stuff that my klepto cat had How about hid in the thing.
1: Well, now, there was a sectional in my life.
0: But that was a very comfortable
1: sofa. In my first uh, marriage, I had a sectional. Okay. And um, it, I would sleep, you know, where it turned the corner, the, the, the little L shape where you go different directions. Uh-huh. That's where I would rest my head and lay out I would but growing up there was this sofa I don't even know where my parents got it I think they bought it used It was the nap sofa It was it was oh I have a picture of me napping with Philip when Philip was about I don't know maybe 4 and he and I are just sleeping on it and it right. was the best and and mom even like didn't want to get rid of it so when it started sagging she put a piece of like a half ply inch, board half inch it. plywood so right. we could get another three or four years out of it
0: i do remember being a little kid and we had one in the den that mm-hmm. was covered in naugahyde oh. do you remember <laughs> naugahyde there's a blast i remember from formaldehyde
1: <laughs> naugahyde i do yeah. and,
0: I, and i remember uh, they're like you know what animal does that come from right, right. naugahyde uh, and i remember your legs would stick to it you would come in you know from playing right. outside your legs would stick to it. Yeah. Here's an article about this hideous sofa that okay. I thought many of you may relate to this. It says... Um, The couch was perfectly set among the wood paneling on the wall, the dense, rust-orange carpet on the floor, the cuckoo clock, the dark wood furniture, the heavy wood-framed TV set that never knew cable, the side tables that kept a Sooner Slag glass swan bowl and a pressed glass candy jar that was always filled with starlight mints in both peppermint and spearmint. Hmm. When the TV was off, my grandmother played country music whether on the radio or vinyl or cassette tape. Hank Williams, (laughs) Oak Ridge Boys, Alabama, Randy Travis and Garth Brooks, her tiny kitchen had a formica, formica table and roosters on trivets and tea towels. <laughs> One of my earliest memories is my cousin Brian, then 10, eating cereal on his Spider-Man TV tray watching Dukes of Hazard oh, wow. next to the floor furnace while Grandma sat on the couch asking for help with TV Guide crossword puzzles, nibbling on a frozen homemade oatmeal cookie she retrieved from the Country Crock Container.
1: Is this oh like my gosh. out of Reader's Digest or the no, plot for a Hallmark movie? i it's,
0: <laughs> it's just it's just an article on yeah. on the Grandma Couch. No, it was
1: written well. That I just, it,
0: it is written well cuz it does make you remember. Sure it does. Yeah. But they do say that part of the reason that became so popular mm-hmm. um it, can you how do you explain the Grandma Couch? Blame it on Gunsmoke.
1: Yeah.
0: Referring to the wildly popular western TV shows that aired on CBS for a record-breaking 20 seasons. Mm. So, uh westerns before before they when people were still living in in uh rural areas, they say that the people were kind of drawn yeah. to that. How about that? To the grandma sofas. That's so, cool. yeah, it is. Well, I mean, here, here they are. There's the sale ad for oh, them. Oh my god. Oh, the floral wow. sofa is regularly 499.95 now on sale for 3.99. You, too, can have this hideous piece of furniture. Oh, from Sears. Mm-hmm. All prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Limited
1: sausage. That's what it says on the thing. It says limited sausage. <laughs> no, it doesn't I see that. it right there.
2: No. By
1: the way, there's no sausage today at the Armory. That's, That's next right. Friday. That's next Friday. Just, I Thank you, Nancy, and all you other and, folks and trying Darryl. to save my bacon, even though it was not bacon. It was limited sausage. Limited bacon.
0: Actually, there's no bacon. <laughs> no. All right.
1: 866 You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hello. I okay. He, I guess gone. they're not there. Um, they were there. They were there. Now they're not. I know. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. My wife said, uh, reminded me that, you know, I love that sectional. I forgot. Uh, you know, when, so what happened when to it, the sectional? When everything was over and the divorce was finalized, she got the gold mine, I got the sectional
0: <laughs> the uh, <laughs> somebody said I had it, but mine was plaid, okay, mm. well, plaid was better than yeah. the the old mill scene mm-hmm. <laughs> in orange and brown yeah rust those
1: are tough colors, yeah,
0: wow i I don't know why that was ever a good idea and that's that's the thing
1: the the, the ad that you showed me uh-huh was the wood framed uh-huh unit without the wood frame they just took the pattern and and covered the whole mess with it <laughs> i mean geez
0: it, it really does make you wonder what what on earth people were were talking about yeah. um liz said i graduated in in 96 they still had it in their house oh my gosh uh they had it in their house when i would go do laundry
2: <laughs> wow <laughs> that's so great wow all right
1: mm-hmm. we're gonna try this again you're on the morning jam good morning
2: Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, Janet. You didn't really wax me nostalgic to today. I, I, I know.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, that really took me back because uh, <laughs> I graduated in 85 from high school. But okay. Like in late 70s, early 80s. So you uh, were subjected to, to this furniture. I was, yeah. And <laughs> um, and uh, the, the little margarine things where you would eat your cereal in and everything, margarine containers. Or, oh yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, it was a simpler is, time,
0: uh, a good time.
2: Well, watching, watching The Dukes of Hazard and uh, Fantasy Island. My grandma would let me stay up and watch Carol Burnett and oh, stuff yeah. like that because my mom wouldn't let me do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just man, that really takes me back. And and watching Ric Flair and with, <laughs> yes, you know, on watching. Saturdays. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. On Saturdays at twelve with my we, grandfather, he we would, had TV, tobacco.
0: We had TV Whiplash, you know? <laughs> you know. You have yeah, wrestling.
2: Well, mm-hmm. and well then, my grandpa would. Uh, he had a farm, and he raised tobacco. And he would stop on Saturday and, and come in there with me and watch. Uh, me and him would have a Coca Cola in the bottle. Oh yeah. And uh, watch uh, Rick Flair. Okay. To which I was watching Rick Flair Wednesday night, which is weird. He come back on <laughs> AEW wrestling now, doesn't I? Oh, that's funny. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, good memories. Just, hey, and a new speaker, man, what a born again, Jesus centered, Bible believing Christian we got, and I, I feel so confident for the future that I'm possibly buying my wife a new car today. Oh, oh well, good okay. for you, man.
0: Yeah, there, there's not
2: a lot of that going
0: around, yeah. so that's great that you, that you feel that way. Good luck. Let yep. us know what you
2: get.
1: Yeah. Have a good weekend there.
0: So this was this was Saturdays, mm-hmm. okay, or the weekends, right? So you'd have you'd have wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling,
1: wrestling. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, so real on Saturdays you'd have like cartoons. Mm-hmm. So you'd watch Looney Tunes yeah. and the Jetsons and yeah, things yeah. like that. So that was great. And then you would have um, wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't. I was more of a Ricky Steamboat girl, but I but I, I get you. it. Rick Flair, he was the man. Mm-hmm. Then. You were subjected to Hee Haw because, you know, you watched Hee Haw. Oh, yeah. You may not admit that you watch Hee Haw, but you know who hey, you are.
1: preceded Daisy Duke. And then absolutely she took on their costumes.
0: The Hee Haw Honeys. <laughs> yes, that's that's right. what they were called. Ganella right. Hutton left um, Petticoat Junction to be on Hee Haw. Oh, yeah. And so you had Hee Haw. And then this is what really threw me. Mom would make me watch Lawrence Welk. Oh, geez. And the Champagne Lady. And oh, I'm like, that gosh. is just painful. How do you go from Buck Owens to accordion music? Right. But somehow we did it. It was a very cultured house, the Rose Household. sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back and we'll uh, go to break, but we'll come back. We'll have more Friday funnies for you and uh, some of your headlines of the morning. Trying to keep your Friday a little bit lighter. Yeah. Because the headlines are pretty heavy
1: Yeah. right okay. now. Seven nineteen.
2: The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. That's,
1: that's right, boys and girls. <laughs> Welcome oh. to The Morning Jam with <laughs> Janet Rose and the Mark Lamb. So did
0: anybody in your family watch? Watch the uh, oh, Lawrence absolutely, Walter. every <laughs> uh, Saturday night. Uh, sissy and Bobby, <laughs> oh,
1: bubbles, wow. everywhere, bubbles everywhere,
0: bubbles everywhere. Bubbles, you know what? It was good, bubbles. good, wholesome fun, and they really were talented people.
1: Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> well, here's some more talent.
3: My parents just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Isn't that crazy? 50 years. I don't know how they do it. They make it look so hard. (laughs) 50 years with the same person. I knew I had to find out what their secret was to 50 years of marriage. But I know men and women have very different answers, so I asked them separately. I said, mom, what is the secret to 50 years of marriage? She goes, coping, coping. <laughs> I know, coping. And then I asked my dad, I go, what's the secret to 50 years of marriage? He goes, she won't die.
0: That is terrible.
3: I was like, yeah, cause she's too busy coping. She's in the corner over there coping. Why don't you talk to her?
1: (laughs) That's funny. Oh, Lord. Uh, Love it. Till death do us part.
3: So, yeah.
0: (laughs) So they say. (laughs) Oh,
1: my. It is 724. Uh, We do have uh, a a guest we'll have by phone in the 8 o'clock hour, Mm -hmm. David Beauregard. He has been a missionary to Israel uh, before, and he's heading back. So we're going to get a little insight because he still has some good connections over there talk to uh, david in the next hour uh you had a story earlier janet right. that, that looks like there, this this there's another surge moving into uh israel well they have taken out one gaza. of
0: of the leaders for sure yeah um the hamas commander was killed by an airstrike in gaza um for sure and um and then u.s fighter jets struck a syrian weapons depot ammunition facility by using iran-linked Groups, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we're sending nine hundred troops, so it could get uh, could get pretty vol. It's volatile now, but I mean, it really could. uh, Wouldn't take much. No, you know, it's like uh, it's like this person that (laughs) was terrible. Mm. I won't use the illustration I was going to use. Okay, this would be mean. (laughs) I don't want to be considered mean. I am not accurate. Apparently, Uh, who was it that said? Go enjoy yourself. Enjoy those pancakes yeah, that aren't and, being made. And then today. let
0: us and then let us know how they are. Maybe we'll go next week when the actual event's taking place.
1: So <laughs> sorry I missed it by a week. That's all right. I don't know why I was thinking it well at least they're able to catch it now. I, I and I texted Tommy, I said, See you next Friday. Smiley face. hmm And if he hits me back and said, Wait, isn't that today? Then I'll know i I'll know who I can blame. There you go. So, uh, I'm just, you know, shifting. Or do you
0: blame yourself? We don't know. <laughs> uh, Northwest State University. Did you see that story? It's, a, it's kind of a sad story. Um, they have canceled the remainder of their football season. They did that yesterday. Really? Uh, the head coach is retired, Brad Laird, in response to the shooting death of one of its players. Oh, my. They announced the decision citing concern for the mental health and well-being of their student-athletes. Good for you. Yeah after the October 12th death of defensive back Ronnie Caldwell. Ronnie was a beloved member of our community. We miss him dearly, they said. While our instinct was to return to the field of play following his death, we've since learned that the hurt our, our team felt was too deep now is in the best interest of our players, coaches, and staff. Uh, we need to take time to pause and mourn and heal. Yeah. There were four games remaining on the schedule. Any, and any
1: details how he died?
0: He was shot. Um, I mean, just,
1: was it a just a random. I'm doing a detail. Uh, Notchiosto's
0: Naci- police department responded to reports of gunshots in the area of University Parkway around 1 a.m. on October 12th. Hmm. There they discovered 21 year old Ronnie Caldwell with several gunshot wounds. Oh, wow. Later pronounced dead. Uh, later that same day, his roommate. 27 year old Josh McIntosh was arrested for possession of a gun in the presence of a controlled sub- substance. Mm-hmm. His arrest has not been linked to Caldwell's death at this time, but eight days later, one of Caldwell's former teammates was arrested. Oh. So there's a lot of things yeah, there's going a on lot there.
1: Of, um, yes. Dynamics. Right. Going so on not
0: there. only was he killed, but he was killed by a teammate. Or former teammate. Okay. The head coach Bradley announced wow. his decision to set, step down. Uh, that this was his sixth season of being their head coach. Wow. Uh, Republican presidential candidates dropped out. He suspended his campaign as endorsing Trump didn't have much of a chance. Larry Elder.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But, very uh, articulate. Oh I yeah. Know. Just couldn't get any traction. Right. Crowded field. A long shot, for sure. I could see him since he's endorsed Trump. He's 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 gonna be in trouble. Yeah. Well, probably. Well, he'll but be I called mean, names, just like, you know. Well, I'm thinking he's gonna be maybe a vice presidential pick.
0: Uh, or or Tim Scott. Yeah. I I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Although they seem to think he's gonna go after the, um, although I don't know how that's gonna go, it's Dakota, lady. Oh,
1: but yeah. Well, you know, she's yeah. got. You she's, know? Do you know? She's got that, some
0: baggage. She's kind of you
1: under you the radar how right that now. Story has just dropped uh-huh. like a hot potato.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, Larry Elder has suspended his campaign, and he is. Uh, you know, he said he's been steadfast in his belief that the biggest issues facing our nation. Are the crisis of fatherlessness, the mm-hmm. dangerous lie that America is systemically racist, and the need for an amendment to the Constitution to set federal spending to a fixed percentage of the GDP? Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I like everything That's he stands all good for. stuff. It is all
1: good stuff. That last one, really. Really very, good stuff. Very few people mentioned that. Right. Because that would limit spending. That would mean you'd have to live within your means mm-hmm. and not print two trillion extra dollars. Right. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Seven thirty, Kimberly McBroom. She's in our Roanoke desk from WDBJ seven. She'll have some news, as well as CBS will give us an update on what's going on with the shooter from Maine, as well as what's happening across the rest of the world as far as the Middle East. Thanks for being here today. Some more good Friday funnies on the way. And
0: currently, we have temperatures in the 50s, uh, 53 in Lynchburg, 51 in Bedford, 52 in Roanoke and Salem, 53 in Danville, 51 in Amherst, and 53 in Appomattox. And a really large moon this morning. Yeah, I See saw it it that land. coming in. Yeah, It was
1: beautiful. Yeah, reminding me of the pancakes that's not being served today at the uh, the Armory. <laughs>
0: that won't be served until next I'm going to be saying that Friday. one for a
1: while. Yeah, I'm a week, week ahead. Usually Lim- I'm behind, but Lim- anyway. Limited sauce. Yeah. <laughs> The Fairview Cemetery in Roanoke will place American flags on the graves of veterans. The Boy Scouts of America will assist with this ceremony for the past 10 years. This historical cemetery has been uh, recognized because of the men and women who gave their lives so we can freely live. Uh, Some of the oldest veterans' graves date back to the Spanish-American War. That is quite amazing. Scott Maxey, the Cub Master for pac 352 says he's been laying flags on these uh, veterans graves for the past eight years and um, that is that is quite amazing yeah Uh, it takes uh, place from 9 a.m to 11 a.m and it's on 3300 melrose avenue october the 28th
0: it reminds me of the have you ever seen the the wreaths across america that they do when I, they. I they, did that
1: with when I had my motorcycle. We. So
0: you so you've seen it. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's it pretty is amazing.
1: Beautiful. It's so nice down that at, at City Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, did that. Yeah.
0: Well, good feeling gone. Uh, okay. N- another installment <laughs> in the Jerry Falwell Jr. saga. Yeah. Uh, Falwell has now sued his brother Jonathan Falwell, mm. who is a co trustee of the trust. There's been an ongoing lawsuit against Liberty University and President Jerry Prevost who are accused of infringing on the trademark and intellectual property rights of the Dr. Jerry Falwell Family Trust. Uh, in the latest round of court documents, it reveals that both Jerry and Jonathan are working to control the trust. According to a motion to dismiss filed on behalf of Liberty and Jerry Provo on, uh, on September 27th, Falwell Jr. was well aware that the other members of the Falwell family did not join him. In his effort to wrest millions of dollars from one of their father's proud legacies, according to court documents, not long after Jerry's original complaint, the other two beneficiaries, Jonathan and Jeannie Falwell, elected to remove him as co-trustee on September 6th, leaving Jonathan Falwell as the only trustee. On September 12th, according to the court documents, the family trust assigned away all remaining assets, including intellectual property such as the Jerry Falwell trademark and Falwell's name, image, and likeness. At the time, the first amended complaint was filed by Jerry. The family trust did not own any marks or Falwell's NIL, according mm-hmm. to Liberty's motion to dismiss. Okay. So it just the it just continues. Yeah. I, I, I'm just I'm. I'm just so sad for for Jenny and, yeah, and Jonathan. I well,
1: I'm just behaving badly. How about a how about a good feeling coming back? Yes, a brother. Give to, me that, please. A brother to another brother from the same mother. Okay. H- happy birthday to my brother Doug.
0: Oh, happy birthday! I can't birthday, tell you how Doug.
1: old he is. He's in his early seventies. I want to say seventy-two or seventy-three. I'll probably get happy that wrong. Happy birthday
0: to you. But I got the Doug. date
1: right for a change.
0: Happy birthday to you.
1: I know it's around Halloween. Happy
0: birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Limited sausage.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the running thing I know. Thing it's going to be the running I can't joke.
0: help it. Ugh, all right. Oh, that's
1: okay.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what other drama is continuing? What? Um, Blue Ridge Rock Festival.
1: Oh, now now that's something that's got legs.
0: Yeah, it does. Well, because so many people... Well, it's interesting you say legs because there's so many different ones. There's like the whole refund thing, and mm-hmm. then there's the whole volunteer thing, and then you've got the whole health department thing. Right. So, um, this happened about a month ago, right?
1: Is this thing going to die and go away? I don't of think so. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Virginia Department of Health started investigating complaints of gastrointestinal illnesses Oh boy! from festival goers. Shortly after the VDH put out a survey... For folks who attended the festival and ask if they were experiencing, you know, symptoms that I'm not going to share this early in the morning. Right. Um, a cor- well, Montezuma's revenge, shall we say. <laughs> okay. Blue Ridge Rock Festival revenge. Uh, according to the VDH, mm-hmm. they received more than 3,000 responses. Mm-hmm. 41% said that they, they responded yes to being sick with nausea, vomiting, and other things. Mm. Uh, Many claim they uh, got sick with a tiny parasite that causes GI disease Mm -hmm. that's found on surfaces, food, or water contaminated with feces from infected people or animals. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, The Foodborne Disease Epidemiology Program Manager said in a statement, VDH has not received any confirmation or lab reports positive for the uh, parasite related to persons who attended the festival. They've been unable to confirm diagnosis of ill persons at this time. Uh, the VDH was due to speak with local media but canceled. Hmm. Um, so this is this is not going to go away anytime soon. Okay. Uh, they are reviewing all information now. Uh, VDH says some of the health violations were addressed within a day of inspection; others still being assessed. Mm. All right. uh, they did reach out to the festival folks. Kara Fisher with the festival sent a statement. Blue Ridge and VIR have been in contact with the Virginia Department of Health. Uh, still no confirmed cases. Mm. 41% is a lot out of 3,000 people. Yeah. 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 That, those aren't good numbers. Jeez. I got to tell you.
1: So, I don't know. All right. Changing direction. Okay. I, yes, please. I, I don't see my picture up on our oh, Facebook. Have oh, you approved hold, it yet? Hold please. We we did that over a half hour ago. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just wondering it. Um, other than having to go through your hands, who else does have to my, approve this? My
0: whole experience. Well, i I've, I've been I've become very
1: yeah. The five and nine picky. got hacked.
0: It did by by horrible horrible things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, okay. All right, Grandma. There's your picture. All right. This is the, the sweatshirt that
1: we talked about. <laughs> My mom, being the thrifty one that she was. The thrifty mom gift. Said, your brothers don't want this sweatshirt, honey. You take it back. You're in Virginia. It's colder up there. And I said, sure, mom. I just grabbed it, put it in a bag, and came back to Virginia, put it on, came out to the living room. My wife's laughing at me. I said, what? She goes, did you read what's on the, on the sweatshirt? <laughs> Ohio right. University it's grandma. Up, okay. I'm not a grandma. You're not. You're I'm not, not identifying as one either.
0: I I personally preferred the Michigan uh, Grandma, which is what you thought it said. I thought, but it was it's Michigan. okay. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Well, too. Well, for
1: those that follow Ohio and Michigan, I mean, there's a lot of hatred between those two states when it comes oh. to college football. Oh, oh my is that god, a thing? Oh, you're talking about? Are you kidding me? Let I me don't, tell you. I don't know. I've heard it. I oh, mean, dear. this is what the coach said, either from the Michigan side or the Ohio State side. I think it was Ohio going into Michigan to play the game. Okay. He said, gentlemen, we don't buy, we don't spend a dime mm. in that state. The only thing we leave in Michigan yeah. is the stuff we flush down the toilet. <laughs> wow. That's the only thing we're leaving there. And of oh. course, a win on the football See, field.
0: everybody always has the, the nemesis.
1: Right. Everybody it's a, has the... It's a definite rivalry. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, I get it.
1: And, and I'm being kind the way I presented... Because the way it was told to me, it was a lot more disgusting. Really? But anyway.
0: Because that was pretty disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we've had some of that. We've been on a roll with that lately. Okay. But it's it's
1: getting ready to get better, I promise. Any rolls in the uh, Five and Dine today? Yes. Okay, awesome.
2: It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
0: Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at f Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check now i thought today i would share a fun little you know party food because okay halloween parties are going to be this weekend That's true. we got nascar stuff going yeah, on Yeah, big race this weekend we got, yeah. weekend. We got football games mm-hmm. happening yeah so i thought that would be appropriate i, like I mean it. we did our cranberry jalapeno meatballs earlier mm-hmm. in the week which would be great mm-hmm. for something like that how about some italian sliders oh yes please Preheat your ah. oven to 350 degrees. Look at that. Um, ah. And then you're Jeez. going to take like slider rolls, Hawaiian rolls, if you can get them in the slider sizes, yeah, yeah. are very good okay. for this. Uh, you're going to lay the bottom in the, the baked dish. Then you're going to layer provolone. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to add your ham, pepperoni, and salami. Okay. Then you're going to put the tops on the rolls, cut through the sandwiches between the rolls, and you're going to combine butter, parmesan, garlic powder, and salt. And you're going to spread that all over the top of the slider sandwiches. Bake them for about 20 minutes until the cheese is nice and melty. Mm -hmm. All right. While they're baking, you're going to make a grinder salad to go on top of it. So that's going to be, this is where the magic happens. Okay. Your uh, your dukes, your red wine vinegar, your Italian seasoning, your salt, pepper, garlic, that's going to make a dressing. And in that dressing, you're going to toss lettuce, diced tomatoes, and pepperoncini peppers. In the dressing. Okay. Then when you bring the sandwiches out, you're going to add that grinder salad on top and then serve it immediately. I'm telling you, they are so crazy delicious. Okay. There won't be a one left. So, you want to see this delicious uh, little fun party food? Go to Janet's Five and Dine. All cleaned up now. (laughs) Got got rid of all the the little (laughs) bad stuff on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find this recipe and lots of recipes that uh, we bring to you. Brought to you by... FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg.
2: Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
0: I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L, save on family-packed fresh pork spare ribs, $2.48 a pound. Family pack boneless chicken breast, $2.78 a pound. Frozen party wings are $9.99 for a five-pound bag. Holton smash burgers are $9.99 for a two-pound box, and save on family pack ground beef, $3.78 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above.
3: I know my boyfriend and I will never reach 50 years of marriage. First of all, we're not even married, so we can't really start counting. And second of all, he's 50. (laughs) I mean, I don't think he's going to make it to 100. Not if I keep putting salt in his (laughs) diet. My parents are retired, and when your parents retire, all they do is call you all the time. They have nothing else to do. They just want to talk to you. My dad's like, we went to the park today. What did you do? I'm like, I went to therapy and talked about you and mom for an hour. (laughs) I love therapy. Do you guys go to therapy? Is that a thing to go to therapy? Some of you do, good. Most of you just hike. Okay. that only works for a little while you're gonna have to go to therapy eventually
0: wow uh, it's kind of true though i y- mean you know <clears throat> yeah we can all relate to it <laughs> here's a, an interesting uh interview you know we've been talking about how we've been losing some of the people we grew up watching we uh, you know, grew up with, with shows like Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy And and I don't know uh, Andy Griffith Right, Happy Days was also a big one uh, Henry Winkler has just done A, a recent interview The 77 uh, year old, of course First became a household name playing Author Fonzarelli Could you imagine him Playing the role in Greece? Yeah don't know. This was a misheard song lyric last night, by the really? way. Really? I've got shoes, they're made of plywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that's the Are misheard lyric. <laughs> no.
1: No, wait a minute. No, wait. It's electrifying. Hold on. I got shoes, <laughs> they're
2: made of plywood. plywood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see it.
0: Yeah. Maybe. It was especially if Henry Winkler was singing it. Um So, apparently... Oh, um, he says, fears of being typecast prompted him to turn down the lead role How in 1978's Greece. How
1: about that? I
0: cannot imagine him. First of all, can he sing? I, I don't well, know that. Well, I, I mean, he sang and Here Comes the Boom, but he was talk singing. Yeah. So that didn't really count. Yeah. Um, he said, I was dumb. He was, <laughs> he was doing an interview with People magazine. I spent so much energy, so much time, so many sleepless nights thinking, how do I not get typecast? Yeah. The 77-year-old was at the height of his happy day's fame, that's true, playing that leather jacket-wearing Fonzie. Mm -hmm. When he was offered the part, he was worried that the role of Danny Zuko, which went to John Travolta, would pigeonhole him. The musical was one of Travolta's first leading film roles after his turn uh, in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. You go with the flow, Winkler advised. What you do is prepare to reinvent yourself, do something completely different. After Happy Days ended its 11-season run, Winkler, like many other performers, struggled to launch a second act of his career. Mm -hmm. There were eight or nine years I couldn't get hired.
1: He got behind the camera then, didn't he? Because
0: I was the Fonz. Yeah. Um, I think he did, yeah, and he created his own production company.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember, did he play either in Psych or Burn Notice? He had one of those uh, roles, no, no, it was Royal Pains, that's what Mm. it was, he played the dad, and uh, I think he did really well in some TV kind of things, and of course behind the camera. He did did good and
0: Well, he said the biggest lesson he learned looking back is not only must you be tenacious right and grateful, you also have to be flexible. Yeah. Adding to his anxiety
1: was his undiagnosed dyslexia. I didn't know that. Wow. There you go. He's gonna turn seventy eight Monday. He's one of our birthdays on Monday. Let's not can we just like say a prayer right now? for henry that he makes it remember we oh
0: lord yes i know suzanne Suzanne summers Summers, we literally looks pretty good though he looks like he does look yeah uh he said even in the midst of his height of fame Mm -hmm. he felt embarrassed and inadequate
1: interesting
0: every monday at 10 o'clock we would have a table reading and at every reading i would lose my place or stumble I would leave a word out or a line out. I was constantly failing to give the right cue line, which would then screw up the joke for the person doing the scene with me. Sure. Or I would be staring at a word like invincible and had no idea how to pronounce it. Boy. He said his dyslexia led him to question his ability to even form his own Production company.
1: He's speaking my love language.
0: I know, because you can relate to that. I I really can. So you know what that means to look at a word. And it just... And you know the word. And it freezes. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And and so he was doing that, but he was doing that with all these big stars. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. That's a lot of pressure.
1: I mean, even Ron Howard, an accomplished star by the time he gets to Happy Days. Right. You know?
0: And, you know, it's interesting because there are a lot of brilliant artists who are dyslexic. Mm Mm-hmm. Share um, also dislikes. Th- did dyslexic. not know that. Yep, she is. Well, in the nineties, uh, Winkler started finding roles in movies like Scream, The Water Boy. The water- that was when he well, probably. Well, that's the clip we're going to play on Monday. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's funny. Uh,
0: Adam Sandler cast him in five of his comedies.
1: How about that? Yep. Uh, I'll Parks tell you and Rec, Royal Plains. Yep, all those. I'm I'm really impressed with Adam Sandler overall. Yeah. Here, here's a crazy kid from Saturday Night Live that has just really done well. And his movies are actually pretty funny. The one where he is with Jennifer Aniston, Uh they did a couple movies together uh, uh, where they're like spies or whatever. Yeah. Those are hilarious. Yeah. and um, I mean, he can be very funny.
0: He'll miss every now and then, mm -hmm. but that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, In 2018, he was cast opposite Bill Hadler as acting coach in the dark comedy series Barry, earned his first primetime Emmy of his career. He was nominated... For Happy Days never won. How about that? During his acceptance speech, he says, if you stay at the table long enough, the chips come to you, Winkler said in his acceptance speech. I like that.
1: That's a good line.
0: Tonight I got to clear the table.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good
0: stuff. I think he's a very likable fellow. He he really is. Very likable. He is. But I I really can't see him as being Danny Zuko, though. Although all of them were too old to be playing the roles, so... Mm -hmm. But we've talked about that before. I mean, same thing with Forrest Gump. Yeah, there were a Hanks, lot of people
1: up for Forrest Gump. Yeah, that, that turned it. I think Travolta. Was Travolta one of them? Maybe. I'm, I'm trying. But now, there, were, there were a lot of people. I just can't imagine. And maybe we would have said the same thing. Well, I, Tom Hanks turned down Forrest Gump. I can't imagine. Dave him Chappelle doing it. turned down the role of Bubba. Really? Yep. How about that? Mm hmm. Yeah, sure did. Bubba ended up on CSI. Yeah, he did. How yeah, he, I mean, that was a that was a big role. How he kept his lips and his and his teeth exposed like that? I know for the All right, so other people Gene who out.
0: who turned down uh, the role mm-hmm. roles in Forrest Gump and regret it. Uh, Tom Selleck.
1: Tom Selleck.
0: Wow. Okay, uh, turned it down. Christopher Walken. Um, he uh he turned down a role in Forrest Gump. John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Wow. Jack Nicholson. Wow. Sean Connery. Holy cow!
1: <laughs> there are a lot of people. Jeez Louise! Who turned down roles for that? It's funny because I'm I'm because I worked on Monday's stuff already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin uh, Polk, uh, Pollock Impersonator, really good. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be his birthday money. He he talks about how. He loves Christopher Walken and, and will literally just walk around his house talking like that for hours. That's so funny. And, and he says, until my cat just totally loses its mind and then I stop.
0: <laughs> well, those people all turned down roles, not necessarily Forrest Gump. Right, right. Uh, the, the three people who were offered the role before it was even offered to Tom Hanks was Bill Murray, John wow. Travolta, and Chevy Chase. Yeah. But they wouldn't have really been Forrest. Tom nah, Hanks will that. always be Forrest. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Did you? Everything works out for a reason, guys. You, you hear just got to
1: remember that. There could be a uh, some kind of a reboot of, of like, continuing on with Forrest Gump. Have you heard that?
0: No, don't do
1: that. Yeah, I, I say leave it alone. That's why, Absolutely you know, they leave never did a, uh, a sequel to E.T., you know, For a reason. Okay, we're going to go out with this. A little bit of Christopher Walken. All right, well, before you do that, yeah, 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 yeah. you
0: need to talk about our guest in the next hour. Yeah, we're
1: going to we're gonna talk to David Beauregard in the next hour about some things concerning Israel. He's heading that direction, so uh, we're going to talk to him. insight. Yeah. Here you go. My favorite, Christopher Walken.
3: Bruce Dixon digs our sound. Easy, guys. I put my pants on, just like the rest of you, one leg at a time. Except once my pants are on... I make gold records. (laughs) All right, I'll be honest, fellas, it was sounding
1: great, but I could have used a little more cowbell. (laughs)